back to holding hands and walking alone, folks. My name is Kai. This is my wife, Kay Dizzle, on the mic. This is our second episode. The other episode has already gone up. I think it's been two weeks since that's gone up. How many views does it get? I have no idea. I have not looked back at it Did at all. Too. Huh? I'll take a hit of that in a second. Um, but yeah, that should be up. If you haven't listened to that one, for some reason you listened to the second one, although I'm sure you no one has listened to either of these at any point yet because I have not promoted them whatsoever. But it's all cool because we're just doing this in front of it for a little bit and then kick it in the higher gear a little better, a little later after we get a little better at this. Sounds like a plan to me. I just learned a few days ago that you need to talk out the side of your mouth. So we're getting somewhere with this. You take too hard of a hit. You need to gently hit it. What? You violently hit it. Tap it. She's trying to judge the way I smoke. Anyway, okay, so There's last time... There's a certain way to smoke, and he smokes it badly. <laughs> she, she is the queen of the smoke. Apparently not. <laughs> anyway, last time on the podcast, we talked about your experience... Like that, that, whatever that was, that gotcha moment for COVID, that moment when you realize this is here, this is a real thing. The and we have recorded. Huh? The panoranum. The panoranum. But uh, we did record a whole episode before this, but I didn't like it and there were some weird audio issues. So I just threw it out, figured we would do it again. So take two. Hopefully this is the take that goes up. Uh, so I'll talk about my COVID experience, the day, that moment when it really hit. And I thought, wow, it's here now. And that moment was like back in February. It's like right when we moved to your house, your parents' house. It was in March. March, whatever it was. Right in March. At that point where they were going back and forth on whether to wear masks or not. Like they were just never given clear direction at the very front, at the very beginning. They kind of didn't the whole time. But at the very beginning, it was especially confusing. And uh, your dad, he said wear a mask. He just like wear a mask. Don't even like just wear a mask. Don't listen to them. Just wear a mask. It's 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 what you need to do. And I was gonna go down to Dunkin' Donuts to get us coffee because no one in your family drinks coffee. No one in your family drinks coffee. Coffee is like apparently the devil in my family for some reason. Like, I don't know. We I've never. Had I don't know. Yeah, your dad works a fuck ton. I don't know how he doesn't drink he coffee. Coke. That, he drinks Coca-Cola, I not just that said, kind of Coke. <laughs> he he drinks cocaine. No, Bella he doesn't. Does. I don't the dog. <laughs> the way she is. But so I went down there, Dunkin' Donuts, get us some coffee. I just wasn't sure. Like I was just kind of torn on the inside. I didn't know what to do. I felt very conflicted, and I was scared of all the change that was happening so fast in the world. Like, it was all just like that. Like, and I didn't, like, just the fact that you had to wear a mask going out now was just foreign, strange to me. I didn't know what to do. I felt weird about it. I felt conflicted about it, for one, because they were saying not to wear a mask on TV. And then your dad's over here, like, wear a mask, wear a mask. And then there's, like, some studies coming out saying wear a mask that I was reading, but not all of them. And I decided to go into the Dunkin' Donuts. That a mask on that very first time I went somewhere. It was like the first time after COVID was here, basically, that I was, I didn't wear a mask into a store. And no one else was wearing a mask in there either. Not a single other person. I was wearing rubber gloves though. That made sense. <laughs> I wore the gloves going into COVID, but <laughs> no mask. So I, I just looked weird, probably, first off. And uh, <laughs> got us coffee, came back home. Did you at least use hand sanitizer after you took off the gloves? I believe I did. If I had it in the car, I did. I don't know if we even we were doing that yet. I think I took the gloves off and threw them away. No masks. <laughs> just gloves. <laughs> just the just, just, just latex gloves. That's it. <laughs> nice. Real nice. I didn't look like a serial killer whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were an A, heroin addict. Be meth addict. Why? Why an addict? Because they don't want to show their hands. Have you ever seen meth hands? <laughs> I've never paid attention to meth hands. Oh my gosh! When I was working at that gas station, mm-hmm. like I had to calm myself down after thinking about this because it gave me anxiety. 
To look at meth hands? To look at meth hands. And I don't know if it was meth hands. It was something hands that she needed to go get it fixed. Both of them needed to go get it fixed. But in Wheeling. This is in Wheeling. I'm surprised there's only two people. Because <laughs> so, there were so many of them there. They were, they were just... I don't know. I'm just going to just say meth. They were just messed out. They came in. They wanted cigarettes. And they paid an all goddamn change. And then she took off her gloves to like get the change out of her pocket. Mm-hmm. And the minute I saw it, it was just like holes in this nigga's hand. Holes. Yeah, that sounds like meth. I'm pretty sure it's meth. That like holes in a place where it shouldn't be. I'm not afraid of holes that much, but holes in a place where it shouldn't be is really what bothers me. It was just crusty and holy and dry and it, it, uh, uh, that bad, huh? I put on late te- like sh- sh- I she was counting out the change. I'm 100 percent new. I knew it was wrong. Mm-hmm. I literally just gave her the cigarettes and I was like, go, like leave, leave, go, <laughs> don't come back. I put my did, own did, money did, into did they, the thing. Did they come regularly? No. Really? No. Uh. Like they look, they look new too. Like new meth heads. Apparently weren't too new, but you've we worked at that gas station. You worked at that gas station in Wheeling, and only had two meth heads come in. No, really? I had a lot of. I had. Oh my god, I had so much. I like never talked about it because it really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Like working there really did bother me. Plus, like at that time, you also weren't talking to me. But that's another reason. Like I'm just not going to talk about it right now. Okay, we're not going to get <laughs> why. Why? Chef kiss. Chef kiss. Anyway. It was just a very difficult workplace to work in. <laughs> <laughs> when we lived, if anybody listening to this knows anything about Wheeling, West Virginia, the one thing you will 100% know if you spent even, I don't know, an hour there in like the actual like part of Wheeling, like the downtown area, you would know there's a lot of drug addicts, a lot of homeless people, just uh, just the absolute not the worst poverty I've ever seen for sure, but not good. It was really bad. A lot of abandoned buildings, a lot of sad stories I heard uh, working there and living there for a while. It was a bad situation. It was a real bad situation. How did we not buy a gun? How did we not buy a gun? <laughs> was uh, it because there was strict regulations on buying a gun over there? In West Virginia? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. How did we not buy a gun? I don't know. I'm pretty, there was counties in West Virginia where you could conceal carry without a license. There were, uh, it was not really... Especially when we lived right across from Crackheads. Oh, that How one house? How buy a gun? Oh, I don't think they would have robbed us or done anything like that. They were kind of more just all up in their own thing. And their parents live right down the road. So anytime they needed something, they just went to their parents. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure the mother of the husband was... An enabler. I, that was when I was able to see like a really, really, really like close up decline of a, of an addict. Oh yeah, because they moved in, they seemed not, they seemed normal they a did, little bit. They seemed, the wife seemed didn't. Great. The wife didn't. No, the wife was an alcoholic. Yeah, the they were both hus- alcoholics. The husband was probably a recovering drug addict, most likely a recovering drug addict. I remember when we first moved in, he broke his hand. No, no, no. He didn't break his hand when we moved in. He got his hand caught in a machine at work and lost his job. But does that... Opioids. Don't you get pain pills when that happens? Uh, I don't know. They would have given him that a lot at that point. It was really hard to get pain drugs. You would get pain pills after something like that. I mean, I'm assuming, yeah. I mean, I got pain pills after my surgery. Yeah. I got a lot. How many did they give you? They gave me 30. I can't. I, I had it. That was not really a lot. They used to give like a hundred pills or that, more. That's a lot for me, though. For a surgery, yeah, I guess I would say that's a lot. Like they just gave that shit out. Think about it, Kai. He had that accident. He was taking the opioids. I'm sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I never thought I'd put it together like that, but it makes sense to me. Although they were also from Wheeling, so they made... yeah, so they were probably around it, and so they know how to get it faster. Yeah, I'm sure that's how it worked out. And he lost his job too. So what did he have to do? He just sit home all day. They were probably on, sit home. They were on unemployment, and the only reason they were even able to afford to live there is what I believe is that his parents was friends with our landlord, so they gave him a deal. And also that's the reason he didn't kick him out right away after they had their 
mishaps. Mm-hmm. She hit the wife. Oh my god! It was like four, five in the morning, and she just ran out of her house, of our apartment, out of our apartment building, <laughs> screaming fire! fire! No, it wasn't fire. No, she help. was screaming, help, help. She said she was like being beat or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure that was true. I I don't know. They got in fights a lot. I don't know if that would have happened, but they didn't seem to be great for each other. That's a typical drug addict relationship. Uh, I don't know if it's typical. It is. Know. Is it? You think it so? It is. You've been watching Intervention a lot. <laughs> you, spoke by, you probably know better than me. I'm just saying, like, it, it really, like, now think watching Intervention and now putting it together, he had an accident. He was on opioids. Yeah. And he always, I mean, he talked about it. Um, and I remember him. I saw him at the gas station before we even lived at. You have crazy memories, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I know. And okay. he was buying alcohol. Like I feel like he was an alcoholic. He, he said would he, always buy alcohol. He said he was alcoholic. He told me he was an alcoholic. That like he knows me. Like he knew me from the gas station. He probably didn't remember you. He didn't remember me, but he knew because he would always buy alcohol and mm-hmm. he would always come in drunk. I'm sure. I'm sure. He uh, like when he first moved in, he even said he was an alcoholic. He he said like because because I remember the reason he even came up. Oh, I get to tell a ghost story now. <laughs> I like how an attic story leads into a ghost story. Our house, the apartment building we lived in. Don't talk about that. Not tonight. Well, let's not. Let's skip that. Let's skip that because then I'm going to start dreaming about it. And I've been seeing weird shit that I haven't really been telling you. <laughs> so now that I think about it, it's going to really bother me at night. And I've been having like some really crazy ass dreams. So like, let's not talk about okay. that. But on the con- on the subject of dreams, then, since this whole COVID shit has been happening, and I've been reading, I mean, I've read articles about it, like, there's this phenomenon going on where, I guess it's just stress from our current situation. I'm sure it's more than just COVID. I'm 100% more sure. I'm 100% sure it's 100. I know. I'm 100% I'm a hundred percent sure. Sure, I'm a hundred percent sure. God damn it, that the stress is from more than just COVID. It's just a shit going on in the world. But basically, there's a phenomenon going on where like millions of people are just having weird dreams and not getting great sleep at night. But a common factor is just weird dreams that people said they never had before. People, I remember I read um, some article about uh, some people who said they typically never dreamed before, or just having dreams at a higher frequency than they ever had. Can I go off topic for a second? Because I actually, because I just remembered this, uh-huh. I'm going to ask you this. Uh-huh. Have you been opening the door at night? What door? Like when I'm not here, I'm at work. Have you been opening the door like willy nilly at night, going mean? in and out? Why? Hmm? Why? I'm just wondering. Have you been? Why are you asking this question? I'm just like trying to connect shit. That you might think it's weird, but I'm not going to say it all the way. Have you been opening the door willy-nilly like past 12 a.m.? Yeah, I get it. And you also have to go and pick me up at like 5 a.m. or past 3 Uh a.m. God damn it. What is it? (laughs) What is it? You're going to think I'm crazy. But this is the thing that I've been like believing and I've been seeing for a while. Is that do not leave the... Don't... When we walk in, walk... When... Walk like facing outside... Get close to the mic. What are you talking about? No, because now I'm going to sound crazy on record. Just say, just say it. What are you talking about? <laughs> when you walk in, mm-hmm. walk backwards. Don't walk with your back going into the house. Why? Spirits are going to follow you. And that energy of that spirit is going to follow you. <laughs> like I see your face. <laughs> And I hear your thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) It's more just like, where are you getting this from? We pass by a graveyard when we're driving here. Mm -hmm. I pass by it when I'm driving here. We just pass by it again. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing weird shit. Weird shit has been happening. Lilac has been staring at some weird shit. What have you been seeing? Some like silhouettes of people moving around in the goddamn house. Are you sure it's not for other reasons? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, and it happened at the first apartment. I ain't seen any of this shit. I'm here by myself. Because uh, I see some shit because, like, like the, the lady hanging in the front yard, like, your mom did make a point. Maybe I can just see shit that you can't because my mind is more open than you are. Like, you don't believe this shit, but you do believe in ghosts. Uh, People can see silhouettes. People can see ghosts. 
You believe in ghosts, but you believe that you can't see ghosts? That makes no sense. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. It's just like we've been living here for a while. I've never seen shit. Never had weird shit happen to me. Never nothing. Not a single thing. Because you are so close. Like, not you're so close-minded, but you're close-minded to, like, what is actually going... Like, literally, Kai, I'm just asking you, open your fucking eyes. Like, open it. You see weird shit happening. <laughs> or maybe the real ish, the real thing is going on here is that your mind, since your mind is so open to the possibility that you make connections to things that maybe not there. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Long pause. No. <laughs> if you if you if you're more receptive to something like this, naturally more receptive to something, an idea, you're gonna see it. That's just kind of how it is. That's how your mind works. No. Yeah. Now, there, do you uh, not hear like weird footsteps or like some kind of random knock? And you think it's Duchess. Like, I literally thought it was Duchess and she was just laying in there. Mm-hmm. We're also living in an older house. Like, things it, creak. It, this house is mm, so old, it doesn't even have outlets or a spigot on the outside of the house. I'm just saying, it's just a little weird. And then now the mirrors are here. What do the mirrors do? Like, it's like giving me an opportunity to see everything around me. Like, <laughs> I really shouldn't have put those mirrors up. <laughs> oh my goodness. I like the mirrors, though. I like them. Like, you ain't seeing nothing strange. If you, if you get scared about it, you're going to see things that aren't there because your mind just going to be open to it. Here, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example from my bipolar perspective. Unless, unless I'm just, like, I'm going through something where I'm just seeing shit. I think it's that. I'm just going to be open and honest here on this <laughs> podcast. You've been having a tough time mentally. So... <laughs> Just keep it simple. Um, it can it can mess with your mind like that. Like when I when I had I had um, I was going through my real bad spout. I really didn't understand my bipolar disorder. Things were just kind of weird inside my head. Honestly, sometimes I heard like third thing. Like I like there was times where I just heard voices. But like, and like sometimes I would like. I remember one time I had. It was like I was I, my brain just kind of runs, like just crazy. Sometimes and it was really bad at that point. Uh, but like, I would, I saw shit. Like when I was sitting there studying in front of my face, like I just saw like little things dancing around, like little. I guess you no, call cartoon characters. It doesn't get like that. <laughs> oh yeah, like I've, it's been that bad. Like, but like. But I also think it's also like a mix of lack of sleep that I'm having. Lack of sleep can really fuck with you. Let me tell you something. I I, I told you about the time I didn't sleep for three days. I started talking to a snake next to my bed. <laughs> I didn't have a snake in my house. I was on the second story building, second story of my house in high school. Why did I, I never? I never. I did you ever tell at, your parents? I told my parents about it, but they never thought of anything about it. I've always had like trouble sleeping. I had like random burst of energy. I didn't realize it was bipolar disorder for the longest time. Do you hear? Do you hear me like get up in the middle of the night? Do I hear you get in the middle of the night? Never. I'm dead asleep. <laughs> I do not wake up for shit. You talk in your sleep. I'm, I'm sure I do. I'm aware. I, I've been told. I've held full conversations asleep. I've held. I've held conversations so well while I was asleep that people thought I was awake, and then I would get up and go to another room <laughs> to go to bed, <laughs> and then I'd have no recollection of the entire thing. <laughs> I'm like, I, I honestly wonder if my eyes are open while I'm doing this, or do you think I'm just sitting there with my eyes closed, just talking to them? I was up when you woke the fuck up. I think you had a bad dream. What was this? It was like two nights ago or last night. Mm-hmm. I think you had a bad dream or something, but you woke up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it when I was checking to see if you were breathing? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to stay still because I don't know if you sleepwalking. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say this. I'll say this. Sometimes I wake up randomly in the middle of the night in like a weird, like a panic, and my first thought is, "I need to see if he's breathing." <laughs> I am constantly up, <laughs> not every time, but like <laughs> a couple times, I've been wide awake, <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know if he's sleepwalking." No, and I never addressed it with you because I was like, "I don't know if he knows that he sleeps like a little bit." 
He like does shit in his sleep. No, I wake I I, I wake up somewhere often, like just in a weird pant, like just wake up feeling panicked. I just wake up feeling like not like super super panicked. I wake up and I'm like, why am I feeling panicked right now? Like I literally be that way. I would just like I know nothing's going on, but like my body just feels panicked. Why? I don't know. I guess maybe I was having a dream. But I'll just wake up randomly feeling panicked for no reason. But it could be just a bad dream. Or maybe have That's what happens. Maybe I have like a light version of have night terror light. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of people who have night terrors? It's not even it's not even related to night nightmares or anything. It is just wake up scared. <laughs> like like in a terror. Like literally people some people would just like wake up basically screaming and just fall back asleep. My sister had that problem for a little bit. And then, I don't know what the fuck happened. But I feel like, I low-key feel like Kieran smacked the shit out of her one time. Because, <laughs> because it was when, she had to be like four or five and we were all sleeping in the same room. Mm-hmm. And like, she would just wake up and just like this angry scream. Mm-hmm. And I would barely wake up, like I would wake up a little bit. And then go back to bed because I knew I would get, like, I still had this problem when I was younger. I knew I would get a headache if I just, like, stayed up. Mm-hmm. So I would force myself to go back to bed. But Kieran would, like, could not go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And he would get, like, just really fucking angry at Kiara. <laughs> I, I really did think he slapped her to go back to sleep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wouldn't you as a sibling? Would your sister have been, like... If you were, how old were you? You said? I said she was like four or five. Oh, you said you were four or five. I was like, was she even born then? He just over there slap an infant. <laughs> Wouldn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We wouldn't slap an infant. Neither of us would slap an infant. <laughs> I was waiting for you to make a joke. I mean. No, we wouldn't yeah, slap, we we slap an infant. Um, but yeah, I always wake up randomly. All right, <laughs> bitch. It's not, like, the other, maybe it was, like, just, like... Was this, it yesterday? It might be, I don't think it was yesterday night. I think it was the night before. But I, I did wake up. I had that same, like, panic feeling. Why that, do you always, like, check to see if I'm breathing? Because, like, the first thing in my head... I, I don't know. It's just, like, I know I'm panicked, and I'll sit there and think I'm panicked, but then I'll, like, wake up, and I'm like, what if... Because I have this, I don't know, I just have these weird feelings, and I know they're ridiculous, in a certain sense, but I know a lot of people follow them anyway, and I do too, just because it makes me feel better, and there's usually nothing wrong with following that feeling, but I thought something bad was happening, and the first thing I thought bad that was happening was, like, you're not breathing, so I checked your breathing, and then I was like, okay, so it's just my body having a weird issue, and then, like, sometimes I wake up, I think it was the same night, like, voices just racing through my head, I said, like, like, I want to say, like, like, not, like, distinctive voices but like just kind of like chatter you're saying like so goddamn much i'm sorry and my high self is sitting here counting like a little thing next to my head i was head. legit seeing, seeing the number and i was like oh my god this is going really fucking high <laughs> <laughs> but uh what was i saying <laughs> fuck you stopped me uh and now, and now i'm gonna be self-conscious about saying the word like <laughs> but <laughs> what was the last thing I said? What was the last thing I said? What was the last thing I said? I wasn't listening the whole time. <laughs> All like... you were saying was like. <laughs> so. Uh... What the fuck was I talking about? You were talking about the voices racing in your head. Oh, yeah. So the voices aren't distinctive, they're more like uh, just background chatter. I guess hear people just talking off in the distance is what it feels like what you don't think that's a fucking problem in this house no i think it's in my head no you don't think that's a fucking problem in this no house? i don't know like it, it sounds it's not in your head kai it is in my head no it's not i can tell the difference because that's what i hear when i'm just sitting here in goddamn silence no i can tell it's in my head no it's no, I don't, I don't hear it in my ears. I hear it in my oh, head. I hear it in my ears. No, no, I hear it in my head. It don't. the difference between schizophrenia and bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't know if you have schizophrenia. You have a big diagnosis with that. So. I would rather have schizophrenia than bipolar. I uh, know you would not. No, no, you're not. That, I think, I don't know, they're both really bad to deal with. I'm not going to like, pretend like one's worse than the other. They both can have varying degrees of badness. Like, I don't have very bad bipolar disorder. Like, mine is so 
mild. I feel like that I'm very easily able to handle it without medication. Was that before or after you were in the hotel room reading the Bible? That was completely different. <laughs> that was before, that was before I even knew I had it. Like, kn knowing you have it and being aware of it and being aware of the feelings in your body and the hitting the... The vo like the voices. I don't want to say voices. Not always voices, but just like racing thoughts, and being aware of how your your brain works with bipolar disorder, and how your body works. No, I'm good. Um, you can become mindful of it, and well, at least I was able to. I was able to become mindful of all those those factors and take control of it. When you don't know, you don't have it, and you have no idea how to handle it. That's shit. Like that's going to happen. I can't. I can't help it back then now i know what's going on in my head so like if i start getting that that up feeling i just stop and i'm like okay i feel this way but there's no reason i should be feeling this way right now there's nothing going on to make me feel this way this emotion i'm feeling and the way my body feels makes no sense i need to calm myself down and then i calm myself down and I'm, i can do it a lot easier now and a lot of times even just acknowledging that my body is doing it makes the feeling go away because what was i on i was on Risperdal and Trileptal, those two drugs before. And people told me those are heavy drugs, but I only took like one, no, I took two milligrams of Risperdal a day and like uh, three 150, was it 150? Or was it, they might've been 650 in total per caplet, I don't remember. It was like, a, I sounded high, but they told me it wasn't really high. Dose of Trileptal, they were like, probably like inch long pills, I would say. Or half, eh, half inch to an inch long pills. They're pretty big. I'm happy. I know what's going on now. Does my actions seem like it's bipolar-ish? It's more like a depressed person-ish. With PTSD. With PTSD. Okay. So I don't have any kind of mental illness. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> PTSD yeah, is a mental illness. Uh, no, so is a depression. Nope, nope. <laughs> but you also have other mental illness that runs in your brain. I have like, depression light. It's <laughs> lightly heavy. <laughs> it's not that bad. If you have to say it's not that bad, it's probably worse than you think it is. That's the truth. Uh, I think as someone who's been depressed of, like for a fair portion of their life, at a certain point, I just, for me, I don't know, I think me being like just naturally a problem solver made me get to the point where I was like, I need to solve this problem. So I basically went in and out of depression, bad depression, like three to four times, I would say. And each time was a little easier because you know the steps. How many times have I been through a bad depression? I never feel like you've gotten completely out of depression. <laughs> <laughs> like I have literally been in bad depressions, got out, went back in, got out, went back in, got out. <laughs> but I'm like, I think I like here. <laughs> I think I'm gonna stay. <laughs> So I was probably I was probably my first depression was the one that lasted the longest. It's from uh, I probably I would say it's pretty consistently since I was about ten to fifteen, and even before that, some. What was your last depression about? Oh, uh, it was after my concussion. That last cut my last concussion. Mm. I should say yeah. my last concussion because that shit fucked me up in a lot of ways. When do you think? Mine began. I think when you broke up with me. No. Mm -hmm. No? I would say before that. No. I don't feel like you've ever been... My PTSD was bad, but my oh, depression wasn't as bad until... No, it was. It was bad because of Suvail. That's where it started. I, I think there's a lot of factors. It's, nope. It started with, <laughs> it started when my knee started hurting and my foot started hurting. I think it's before that. I think I think I I feel like you 
is I'm just don't talk and I know some will say things you don't like, but I'm gonna say I don't, I feel like you weren't given the the proper mental tool set to deal with depression as a child. So I think it makes it more difficult for you. Even though I feel like you're I feel like you're still like naturally a problem solver. I would say you're probably not as much as I am, but I definitely think you naturally are a problem solver. And the combination I mean, I think you so you got that, so I feel like you just like it makes it a little easier for you. And I feel like you'll probably be not depressed sooner than you think you will, the more as long as you keep working on it like you are right now. Um, but I feel like it's just from what I've learned about you in your childhood, I don't think you were given that proper mental tool set to deal with that. And it's just most people aren't given that. Most people I knew, you know, don't have the proper mental tool set to handle being depressed, especially being severely depressed, or de- dealing um, naturally with a s- severe mental disorder. It's just not what most people have or can do. That's something. And you think you're just special at your I think I'm special. I think I was in a special predicament just due to life circumstances. My mom, she's got a degree in psychology, and she's always been a big proponent of taking us to a psychologist. Like, I went to a psychologist as a kid. I went to a psychiatrist as a kid. But honestly, I feel like they didn't help me out that much, except for the last one I saw in high school. I feel like they helped me out a lot. And also... My school psychi- psychologist or whatever, counselor. I don't think she was a counselor. No, she was a psychologist. She specifically only dealt with like mental health in our sixth grade, in sixth grade, in seventh, eighth. She did all of middle school. But she, she helped me out. She taught me meditation for the first time and yoga. She actually like took the time to show me how to do that. You okay there? Oh, she's getting a little sick. We'll be back in a moment, folks. Sorry for the interruption, but we wanted to take the time to remind you about the position of your tongue in your mouth and how uncomfortable it is. You should fix it. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, folks, we're back. Like a little bitch. From our little break. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had some donuts. She's growing up a pizza pizza. A half slice of pizza. If anyone else wants to call me a fat ass mom and dad, fuck you. <laughs> so, where does the depression really come from? <laughs> what did I say in the car? If you, if your parents, if my parents were bullying you, you would have successfully killed yourself. No, you said if my parents were your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but I was saying, I was saying, uh, that's thing I said. <laughs> so I was saying, I was saying uh, the, last, the last thing, I, the last thing I said, I said, I said, I said, I saw said. <laughs> um, but the last counselor I had in middle school was the one that helped me a good bit, and then the last, not the last, that was, she wasn't the last. Um, it was the one I think helped me the most was the one I had in high school. Specifically for sports, that's why I was, that's why I started wrestling. By that point, that was my, I think my senior year. You had a sports counselor. No, no, no. It was the counselor for the soldiers on my dad's compound, and he took me over there and he said he'd see me. Hmm. He was like he was specifically like he worked with special forces and uh, uh, one one sixtieth pilots. He was a uh, pretty legit. He handled like he had to deal with not only combat performance psychology, but also lots of PTSD, lots of PTSD. I'm pretty sure he specialized in PTSD. I would almost guarantee it, because uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of people are fucked up in the military. A lot of fucked up individuals. What are you doing right now? Oh my goodness, you don't have a double chin. I like really don't want to eat this pizza now. Dude, don't eat it. Like, I'm really hungry. Didn't eat it. <laughs> it's not that deep. It's not, this. I'm not that difficult. Not that difficult. You're good. You're good. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. I love you. Fuck you. Fuck you, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to eat a pizza comfortably. 
you know, I don't know what it is, but that shit never really, yeah. My parents didn't really do that to me, but when they did, it don't it didn't bother me that much. My dad got on me after I started getting really fat. I feel like every parent should. Like not. Oh no, my dad got on me hard. Did he yell at you? Yeah, like, do you know, did I ever tell you the reason I started doing wrestling? Because my dad didn't, never did wrestling, so he couldn't yell us, yell at us and tell us what to do. He was yelling at you for what? For being fat? Yeah. How would he yell at you? Um, he would yell, basically, it'd be more like, he'd make us work out, and to make us do too much too fast, so it was like... Because I, I guess he had no idea of, like, ramping up slowly. Or maybe, because maybe we should start off with some light walking. Do you, should you, do you think you should tell them that now? Like, it don't bother me. It don't bother me whatsoever, honestly. Yeah, I'm always that, that child that will point out their parents' mistakes. I mean, it's a... I, I haven't pointed out my parents' mistakes about calling me fat, though. Because I'm still a little... I'm still... I'm pretty sure my mom 100% still mentioned something about my weight. No matter what. Or my hair. Or my appearance. Or the color of my skin. Or breathing. Uh, where did the depression really start? <laughs> or calls you and doesn't ask you how you're doing. I think we're getting somewhere. I'm gonna make myself cry. <laughs> I'm just happy you didn't become a serial killer. Close. Um, it was either an addict, a serial killer, uh-huh. a psychopath, mm-hmm. or very depressed. And I got the addict and the depression part. <laughs> <laughs> but I really don't have the psychopath. You kind of got the half psychopath. <laughs> you just didn't get the serial killer. Hopefully. I don't want to be your first victim. Get me angry enough, and I might black out and, like... That's not a serial killer, though. Serial killer like, is completely different than someone blacking out out of anger. Uh, I'm a, mm, yeah, it's, like, planned out. Yeah, serial killers. The good ones are planned. Oh, it scares me of, like, the number of serial killers that haven't been caught in America. That's a scary number. Just the world in general, probably. Very scary. I was watching a Vice thing, mm-hmm. and this is like what slightly makes me afraid of going outside, is that one in 25 people you come in contact with, at least one of them, are a serial killer. A serial killer or a murderer? A murderer or serial killer. I think murder makes more sense. I don't think there's that many serial killers walking around. That sounds like a... If it's one in 25 people are a serial killer. That is an absolutely insane number. I'm sure it's murderer. Murder makes more sense. But does that not make, like, you, like... I mean... No matter what the, the label is, does that not just scare you a little bit? Uh, people kill for a lot of different reasons, though. I mean, murder... It's classified as murder sometimes if you kill someone while defending yourself. Even if, like, you were actually legitimately, like, defending yourself and not just going way off overboard. Like, that you could be still classified as a murderer. So, like, that's kind of... It depends on how they're classifying it. Was this premeditated murderers? Or is it just people who did manslaughter? Like, I need to know how they're labeling murder. I'm always suspicious about statistics like that. Because, like, they include... They're usually very liberal uh, mean, like definitions of what a murder is. I would like to have, like, a very, like, this is what a murder is. But, okay, let's go back to our parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, like, I don't really have any problems with my parents about the stuff they did. Because the way I look at it is, they, like, I'm at the age I am now. I don't know shit. But I'm probably better off than they were when they were their age. Because at least I had, I had went to college. And they supported me better and gave me a little bit more life lessons than they had got from their parents before them. She's getting her pizza now. Back to what we were saying. 
Yeah. My parents didn't know shit when they were my age and they had me. Why why should I be upset with them for messing things up? They didn't know shit. And like if you my <laughs> My dad if you hear him talk about how he was raised, it was horrible. My dad got beat badly. But he never, I guess, I'm sure he had some issues with the parents. I can't blame my dad. I can 100% blame my mom. <laughs> my mom, like, she didn't know what the fuck was going on with her life. My mom did the best she could raising us. And she raised us basically by herself. Cause my dad was employed, like, 90, 80, I don't know, 75, 90% of the time that we were being born, or we were being raised. He was basically gone almost the entire time since... Between the ages of six and whatever age I was when I became a freshman in high school, which is probably like 14, 15. So I can't really blame him. And plus, every time he'd come back, he would probably still be stressed the fuck out from getting shot at, blown up, yelled at. Did you not know that when you were younger? Uh, he lied to us and told us he sat in office all the time because he's military intelligence. Like, you kind of knew about here. Uh, I don't... He told it like, he... They kind of convinced us from a very young age. That's how it was. So, like, I never second-guessed it. But as I got older, my dad told us about more stuff he did. Like, he, he, he was in combat. He saw combat quite a few times. Are you tearing up? No. <laughs> like, uh, he just told me this stuff. But, um, yeah, and it seriously affected him um, physically, emotionally. It's, it's tough stuff. And um, uh, it's it's crazy that <laughs> it's not really crazy that the numbers you see with like soldiers that commit suicide. Soldiers like soldiers commit suicide probably more than any other group. Anyway, what were you saying about your dad? You said you don't blame your dad too much. Why don't you blame him too much? He had to deal with my mom. That's it? That's the only reason? I know there's other reasons. So you can explain it here. <laughs> Let me know about your dad a little bit. Where he came from. Foster care. You just going to say one word? <laughs> do, you, do I have to say the story? <laughs> I don't want to give out that much information. You can say, say where he was grew up at. Mm-mm. Why not? New York. New York? You can't even say the place? The borough? You won't say the borough. Borough. I don't call it the borough. That's a, it's boroughs in New York. It's not the borough. It's bur- it's what the boroughs are called. Oh, they're, they're called, called boroughs. boroughs. Then they have different names like Staten Island, Manhattan. The different boroughs. You know, you get what I'm saying here? Breaking it down for you. All I know is you go this way, that way, this way, that way. Like, I don't... But, but you, you know, know Manhattan's a borough of New York, right? You're like, I know Manhattan like the back of my hand. I'm just saying that I don't call it like I just call it Manhattan. Then you don't have to call anything else. But you don't say the borough of Manhattan. You just call it Manhattan, New York. Uh-oh. But they're like the rest of their official, they're officially, I guess, designated as the boroughs of New York. God damn, New York. I feel like an orgasm in my mouth. Oh, we had the cheese pizza, crust pizza. That's some good shit. I like some. I like stuff for us. I think I'm gonna forever just order from Papa John's. I don't know. I, I really do like. I don't like Domino's. I like frozen. What? I like frozen pizzas. <laughs> oh my god. I really want to try that croissant crust pizza. No. Why? I'd rather just have stuffed crust Papa John's pizza. They have stuffed crust at the store too. Mm. It's not, I'll, 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 I've been wanting to try Papa Murphy's. Mm-mm. Why not? It just looks trashy. It, ain't it looks trashy. like Little Caesar shit. Fuck Little Caesars. They ain't even like Little Caesars. You get the take and bake pizza. They don't even bake it there for you. They put all the ingredients on fresh. You take it home, bake it hot. Why the fuck am I paying money for it? Because you can make your own Why, pizza. Is it is it below six dollars where I can go in the frozen area, pick it up, and bring it back to my home and take it? I don't, and know, bake I don't, it? I don't know how much cost. Let's check. Because it should not. That should better not be costing nah, that much money. No, no, no the the best pizza. The best pizza. They like take out pizza. No, it's Jets. It's Jets pizza. No. Anybody in like the South, I'll say Southeast, I guess, I think it goes, I've seen it one in Ohio somewhere, but all the Southeast is where I've seen all the other ones. I haven't seen them anywhere else. I don't like Jets. Yeah, you, you bought Jets. You really liked it. Oh, that was it. Yeah. 
The one that, like, the guy wearing a jetpack? Is there anything near here? Is there There's one in Morristown. You wanna go? I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I love Jet's Pizza. pizza. <laughs> you wanna get Jet's Pizza this weekend? <laughs> Jet's Pizza is the that square Actually, pizza. can we do that when I go to my appointment on Tuesday? Jet's Pizza? Your appointment on Tuesday? I'm telling you, when they put that IUD in, I'm going to be your worst nightmare. I'm going to be absolutely the worst thing you ever met in your entire life. And uh, I promise you that. Okay. okay. I don't know how that'd be different, but... Well, we can go get Jeff's Pizza. <laughs> Do they have wings there? I mean, yeah. Well, they, have, they have wings there. They have this huge fucking salad. Do you want to go get it? You want to get it? <laughs> I, like... Oh, my God. Like, I am just so excited for Jeff's Pizza right now because I remembered it. And I was like, oh, that shit. Now, I know y'all gonna like this. I'm about to say it. Jet's Pizza, better than any pizza I've ever had in New York. Nope. You're, you're, you're a New York diehard. I'm like New York. I'm actually a New Frank's Pizza, New Jersey diehard. They have a french fry and chicken pizza. They, have, they put weird shit, not weird, but good shit on their pizza, but I don't think they're especially good. I, like, I prefer they, that. I prefer that. Instead of. You also like bland food, though. It's not bland. It's not bland. It's very tasteful. It's, it, I mean, it has taste. It has good taste. But it's not, uh, it's not, like, crazy. I don't think it's anything amazing or anything special. Like, and I went, okay, I want to say this. And you're not going to like it, but I'm going to put it on the airwaves. New York pizza is not as good as everyone says it is. I will stand by that. You didn't go to the right pizza place. We went to one in New York and told us to go to. They said, and it had good Who's reviews. Who told you? I don't, someone that my co- wrestling coach knew. That's from How New York. How credible he was. <laughs> he said, apparently, everyone. Maybe he had a different taste. Listen, that, that place had a lot of people in there when we went in there. It was near the Rockefeller Center. It had, I don't know, it looked like a bunch of times in the back making pizza. And it had a stone, it had a stone oven, like a, not a, a brick oven in there, like an old school fucking brick oven in there. And you could see him making all the pizzas. I think that shit was, was not that good. It's twelve oh eight. It's twelve oh eight, and and pizza sucks in New York. Shut up! It doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it doesn't suck, but it's definitely um, overrated. It's a hundred percent overrated. You're a slut. And I stand by it. You're a cum slut. I got a hundred percent. No, because you know what? It's gonna be nice and warm this weekend. What are you talking about? Why are you treat the conversation like that? Anyway, because I just looked at it, because I was wondering when I can fucking, in my head, I was like, when can I plant that shit outside? The garden? Yeah. Mm. Um, I think I need to take you to New York to try some good pizza. And a goddamn tuna fish sandwich. The best tuna fish sandwich I ever had was that one on the beach. What kind of fish? Are they, are they catching those fish out of the New York? It's a can. It's a tuna can that I always Okay, so I'm the fish to catch it. No, I had, no. like, it was made of fresh tuna. Shit was delicious. That shit was I'm going to tell you. Amazing. Hi. I am actually really mad at my dad for not allowing me to have a whole sandwich and only allowing me to have a half. Fuck you, dad. For not allowing me to have a whole goddamn tuna sandwich. And then when I was there, you know what I did? What? I only got a half one because he, he was he was there and I was scared. <laughs> this was last year. Um, I'm sure. I don't. I I yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'll go to New York, New York with you, but I'm definitely not excited about it. New York City. I'm not saying New York City. We're going. Okay. <laughs> We're going in March. In March. Yes. We're going. To take that long ass drive to go to New York City. Oh, we have to. I want to go to my house and get some stuff, like the rest of our stuff, so I don't have to go fucking out there for a while. Uh, are we gonna be able to take the rest of this? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Most of it. <sighs> Most of it. A Most good bit. No, oh, yeah. So we still have we still have a bunch of shit stored at your parents' house. So we're trying to get here, and our 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 house is pretty small. We need to downsize some shit before we bring more shit in here. I don't know what to talk We're going to have them. I know. I want to bring those long containers because we can put some shit underneath the house. The long containers? Remember those long containers with the clothes and shoes in it? Mmm. We need to actually draw. We have wheels. Yeah. We need to draw some of these clothes. We need, I, want, I want to get my wardrobe game up a little. I got a stitch fix. Now we got a little bit more money. 
Fix your face before you fix your closet. My face ain't that bad, though. Bitch ass, ugly ass boy, bitch. Geek. I'm ready for bed. You ready for bed? Yeah. Well, we have been recording for 55 minutes, so we've probably got about 50 minutes total talking. So I feel like it's a good place to stop, honestly. I feel pretty feel pretty good with this one. I think, I think we were of. We exposed ourselves. We were vulnerable, emotional. I don't want to post this. I'm going to post it with a naked picture. <laughs> I'm going to have it my dick covered up by a question mark. And I'm going to be like this. It's that, it's that, it's that uh, cover. What? The album cover that I made of you on the couch. No. <laughs> no. We're not doing that nasty ass picture. That picture looks so bad to me. I do not Exposed. like that picture. Yep. That's what the music is. <laughs> That's what you should put on. Exposed. Exposed. <laughs> okay, everybody. Um, if you are listening to this second episode, you can go follow us at on Twitter at Holding Hands, or you can just look up Holding Hands and Walking Alone. I think both will work. You can also find us on anywhere you get your podcast, any podcatcher you can think of. They're called apparently. What? They're called podcatchers. Like the the Google Podcast app. Uh, I believe it's on Spotify, I, no, iPhone, Apple. Um, really? Yeah, it's on Stitcher. It's on a bunch of different platforms. And then, Podcasts have really become a thing this year. It's been a thing the last few years. Okay, it's a little finish. <laughs> and uh, we're also eventually going to be on Spotify and YouTube, so look for us there in the future whenever I decide to set those accounts up and actually start posting there. Stop being lazy fuck and playing too much Red Dead Redemption online. Everybody did online. If we ever get a few followers, I might start a posse. That might be fun. I want you to stop playing that game. <laughs> Why? You don't pay attention to me. <laughs> anyway, that's all we got for you tonight, folks. Uh, you take it easy, and I uh, hope you have a great Rest your week and don't die. Bye!